Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. What's on your head? So what's that on your head? What's that thing on your head? What is that on your head? It's a hat. Look, it's a hat. It is a wonderful hat. It's just a stupid hat. It's a legendary black hat. Yeah, and why are you wearing it? Because it's cool and I want it. Because it's cool. And it's National Hat Day. Happy National Hat Day. Thanks. And now. And now. It's showtime. Happy National Hat Day. Happy National Bagel Day. Much to celebrate. All right. Jeopardy's greatest player of all time. If you missed it, we have the highlights. Also, Larry David losing it on Autograph Hounds. We'll get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's news with the, the food celebrities hate. Yeah, this is kind of fun from Us Weekly. They collected quotes from a bunch of different celebrities about the foods they hate. Here are some of our favorites. Jennifer Aniston hates caviar. She says you can't acquire that taste no matter how many people say that. No. Nope. Never tried it. Don't want to. Mm. Chloe Kardashian doesn't do pork. She said I would for sure rather gain 10 pounds than eat pork. Chrissy Teigen hates hummus. Has to be the most overrated snack category food alive. Oh, I love hummus. I know. Zendaya. Veggies. I'm a vegetarian who doesn't like vegetables too much. What? challenging. How does that work? I know, right? Ice-T hates black coffee. Tried it for the first time last year and said, I can I can pretty much tell you this will be the last time I'll ever drink black coffee. Sean oh. Mendez thinks tomatoes ruin everything. I wouldn't agree with that. Jimmy Fallon says mayonnaise makes him want to vomit. Well, maybe he's uh, using the wrong mayonnaise. I know. True. What is it? Mir- you don't want Miracle Whip because that's different. It's not mayonnaise. No. They call that a salad dressing, don't right. they? Right. So Gordon Ramsay hates airplane food. He said, I worked for airlines for 10 years, so I know where this food's been and where it goes and how long it took before it got on board. Your results may vary. Yeah. Depends on the airline and where you're going. Well, who has the best? Um, I thought Alitalia's food was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. What'd you have? They had um, like a bolognese dish you know with like pasta and then they had some meat dish yeah like charcuterie and cheese and (laughs) i don't know i thought it was pretty good i've had worse food oh well kelly clarkson brussels sprouts i love and eat every kind of vegetable but not that one michelle obama beets i'm not a fan i like gwyneth paltrow spray cheese not my kind of party i don't you know i mean i like spray cheese 
Well, she named her magazine Goop for crying out I loud. Think Isn't that a, what spray a, cheese is? It, it, it's a type of goop, but yeah. probably not the goop she was referring to. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I used to love spray cheese, but it's been years. I think I know too much now. It's not not cheese. Yeah, I mean, what is even in it? I'm afraid <laughs> to look at don't the... Don't look, just enjoy. Right? I don't know, but in the early years of my career, that was my nightly diet. It was a staple, wasn't it? It was spray cheese on Triscuits. I would try to make neat little designs on it. Oh, nice. And uh, pair that with Miller Genuine Draft. Perfect. Young DJ's diet. For me, it was Doritos and macaroni and cheese that I purchased with my mother's Amico card after putting 75 cents worth of gas in my car. Sweet. Nice. Amico. <laughs> exactly. That's great. That's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> I always had a full tank because I was buying my groceries at the gas station. I want to say congrats to the LSU Tigers on winning the college football national championship. Congratulations. Classes at LSU were canceled. Yep, the only thing more empty than an LSU classroom is the movie theater showing cats. Wait, what? J-Lo uh, says she wants to find a more simple life, you guys, and plans to move to a small town in Italy. She's so serious about this privacy that she contacted the press to get the word out. Everyone's fine, I want to stress that, but in Tampa, a woman was caught inside a Walmart trying to assemble a bomb. Yeah, authorities grew suspicious when they found something in a Walmart that was made in America. <laughs> Oreo announced they will be releasing a limited edition most stuffed cookie that has extra cream filling. And if you want to eat that, you'd probably eat most stuff. So Larry David... <laughs> Yeah, along with many other celebrities, you know, they get fed up with autographed hounds. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Wait around just to get multiple things signed so they can turn around and sell them on eBay or wherever. And you can tell the ones who really want an autograph for themselves or for a family member versus the ones that are just like, yeah, I need to sell these. So we just sign these. I got a bunch of different things for you. Right. And so he lit into a whole group of these people after the season 10 premiere of Curb Your Enthusiasm on Monday night, especially after one of them told Larry he'd been waiting seven hours for him. Oh, like... Larry made him wait. Like Larry was inconsiderate (laughs) in making him wait? Well, I don't know about that, but the guy was just like, hey, I've been here for like seven hours, man. Seven hours. You might have this audio. It's filled with profanity, though, so I'm not sure. He was bragging about his dedication? Yeah, and Larry said, you got to find another way to make money, okay, because this is bleeped. This is bleeped up. Nobody wants to do this. Why are you doing it? Stop it. Stop this bleep. It's so bleeping annoying to do this. They must make money off it. Can't you just hear him saying that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Larry did, though, take the time to sign for a few people before walking off. 
Don't know if any of those people were the ones that were just trying well, to make some money or if they were real fans. You've seen it like guys that are hanging out by the bus or, the, or at the stadium, you know, and they've got nothing but helmets and yeah. jerseys and all kinds of things for these guys to sign. And yep. I get that some of it's used for fundraising, but a lot of it's not. Right. And you just don't know. Well, and they don't know either. Yeah. When I mean, The celebrities don't know for sure. Right. They're just guessing that they're going to turn around and sell it. They don't know. They might be donating it to charity. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? But I suspect that when you've been doing this a long time and you see a lot of the same guys out there oh, repeatedly yeah. with a lot of the same stuff. You, you recognize Start them. to figure it out. By the way, the, the most epic Jeopardy contest is over, and it looks like Ken Jennings is officially the greatest of all time. He has 272 speeches, the most of any non-title character in a Shakespeare tragedy. You have 30 seconds. Good luck. Brad, we come to you first. You're the best, Alex. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's true, and I should get credit for it. Now we come to Ken Jennings, who is Iago. That is the correct response. That gives you a total for the match of 88,600 as we come to James. Did he come up with Iago? He did not. Ken Jennings! Wow. You are the champion! So there you go. Oh, you, Ken. James Holtzauer finished with one. And uh, let's be honest, Brad Rutter never really showed up. In addition to his... He just needed a third body. just needed a third body. He needed somebody <laughs> occupied the space. Heck, I could have done it. Right. We could have stood there and hit a button all day and give sure. wrong answers. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, in addition to his Jeopardy bragging rights, Ken Jennings also takes home another cool million dollars. James and Brad each get $250,000. Yeah, why can't I stand there and get wrong answers and walk away with $250,000? That would be nice, wouldn't it? Even though he was pretty much a non-factor in the contest, Rudder still holds a record for winning the most money in Jeopardy history, however. With a little over $5 million, Ken is second with $4.5 million, and James is third with just under $3 million. Wow. Yeah. Well, Felicity's ha- Felicity Huffman's 19-year-old daughter, Sophia Macy, you might not need to go to college anyway. Really? <laughs> She just got cast in an episode of Jordan Peele's new Twilight Zone. Really? Yeah, she's going to appear in a season two episode called Among the Untrodden. Okay. Don't know the plot, but... I don't either. Um, I mean, Felicity served time for paying fifteen grand to have a test proctor correct her SAT answers, giving her a 400-point bump. Well, I'm excited about this test, but... because Jordan Peele is fantastic. I've seen uh, Get Out... And I saw, what was it? Was it The Others or The Other? Both of them were fantastic, though. Like, he's very good at the creep factor and making the hair stand on the back of your head. Yeah. He's great with on the edge of your seat suspense. And I've always loved, I've seen every episode of The Twilight Zone, the Mm -hmm. original Rod Serling Twilight Zone. So this is like the perfect marriage. And he's the perfect guy to do those. Yeah. Mm, That's great. Good for her. So that'll be fun. Hmm. And then uh, you a big fan of Aerosmith and Run DMC Walk This Way? Yeah. Because <laughs> this is going to be kind of fun. The word is that they're going to get together Aerosmith and Run DMC and perform that at the Grammys. Really? Yeah. I mean, it Boy, was how old are those guys? Deal. I don't know, but that song is from 1986. 
No and kidding. That was, I mean, that was a big deal for both artists. I mean, it it raised it, it, rap music that kind of really mainstreamed it and brought Aerosmith back after they'd kind of been out of the music scene for a bit. Nineteen eighty six. Wow. Boy, he sounded a hundred years old then. Nineteen eighty six. Steven Tyler. Struggling. Yeah. Yeah, well it wasn't he was probably still struggling with alcohol and drugs at that point wasn't he when did he go into rehab i don't remember which time yeah i know the last time the one that stuck i don't know the one that stuck yeah hey ocho cinco gonna try out for the xfl as a kicker so really chad johnson yes former Hmm. bengal that's kind of fun too q102 good morning (laughs) morning chad your former neighbor yeah lived right behind me Mm Hmm. okay anything else that's it Time now for another round of the best friend game. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Deb and Debbie. Welcome to the show, guys. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Are you excited to be here? So excited. And for the entire Trace State to learn all of your business. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, how long have the two of you been friends? 17 years. For just a little bit then. And where did you meet? Playing tennis. Cool. What are the things you like to do when you hang out together? We're very social. Yeah, we have, there's a group of five of us that hang out together a lot. We call ourselves GNO, Girls Night Out. Yeah. And we do, we travel together and we go out for happy hour every week. We're just, we're close. We're good, nice, and we have no drama, which is the best part of our group. Good chemistry. Yep. Good. And but then, we also have business. Yeah, I'm an interior decorator room. and she's my upholster. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fun gig right there. I yeah. keep her in business, don't I, Debbie? <laughs> yes, she's very, very good at what she does. And she, I'm very good at what I do, too. So yeah, she's a perfectionist. And, and working with friends sometimes doesn't necessarily always go well. We've never had an issue. And you, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's I bring cool. her a lot of business and she told me, don't you bring me any business the whole month of December. It's my time. I said, okay. So I have January 1st. I have a job ready for her. Are there partners, children? What does your family dynamic look like? I'm actually divorced, and I have two kids. I've been married twice, and my first husband and I had two kids, and I have two grandkids, and uh, my kids are 43 and 40. My grandkids are 18 and 14. Oh, wow. Yeah, none of us would have guessed that. No, nope. isn't she Thank gorgeous? You. Nope. Thank you. I am married to the love of my life. I've been married to him for 32 years. That was a joke. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll vouch for that. <laughs> no, very much love my husband. And we have two boys, 30 and 26. Our oldest son is married, lives in Indianapolis with his beautiful bride. And I'm expecting they are having my First grandchild. Congratulations, it's a girl! Right. May. Oh, so exciting! Our whole happy is ex- our whole family is ecstatic. Nice. So that's great. Very happy. All right, then we're kicking Deb out the room. Debbie, okay. here we're going to ask you all the questions. All right, we'll see you in a few minutes as she goes off to the Jeff and Jen isolation booth. And now that Deb is safely out of earshot, Jen, whenever you're ready. Which of you would get picked last for a team sport? 
Deb. All right. Who is the last person in her family that would take a bullet for you? In her family? Yeah. Probably Drew. How much money, ballpark, would she need to make to be really happy? A million dollars. million a year? It's a nice annual salary, isn't it? She, and she has her own business, too, but I think ballpark, it's, that's a, I mean, that's a pretty good answer because, I mean, everybody would be happy with a million dollars, right? If I had a million dollars. Me, well, too. There are some people that couldn't so. live on it, though. You think about, you know, what if Donald Trump went to make in just a million dollars a year? Hmm. Yeah, he but wouldn't we, like it. We don't have that lifestyle, <laughs> so I don't think it'll matter. <laughs> all right. So I know she's been married forever, but think about all the men in the world. Who is someone she'd probably sleep with, but only if they paid her? George Clooney. Oh, she, <laughs> and he'd have to pay her because she's married. Exactly. Got it. Okay. She would never do that, just so you know, but that's just a. That's just a, yep. That's yeah. what this is all about. Just, you know, trying to figure out if you know how they think. And fifth and final, would her husband most want her to bring toys, food items, or another woman into the bedroom? Oh, my God. Probably. Oh, boy. I would say another woman because that's most men's dream. All right. Jeff would pick the toys food. Would, toys would, no, Jeff is too skinny. Je- toys would be the second choice, so. Toys would be the second choice. Yeah. But food, nah. I would say it would be another woman. All right. Let's see what she says. Those are your five questions. We're going to bring Deb back into the studio to see how her answers stack up to Debbie's. Come on back, Deb. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that it's, it's wide open. You're about to find out. Do I answer right. the questions then? Is that yep. So yep. First question's worth 10 bucks. Let's see if you get them right. Okay. Which of the two of you would get picked last for a team sport? Me. Yep. There you go. First <laughs> 10 <said>. bucks. <laughs> Next question's worth 20. Who is the last person in your family that would take a bullet for you? I'm just going to say my husband. The last person. <laughs> The love of your life is the last person who would take a bullet for you? Yeah. He's just not the kind of guy that steps in front of a bullet. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. I can't think of any. I don't know who that would be because I think they all it hard. take a bullet for me. It was hard. So who'd you pick? Drew. Drew. Oh. Only because I didn't think your husband would and, and Sammy's your baby. And Drew, I don't mean that you wouldn't do it for your mom because you would, but I had to pick one. I know. You should have picked Sam. That's all right. You're still should've. in it. How much money would you need to make to be really happy? I'm happy right now. I'm sorry. I need to say a number. Think what would you need? A million dollars. There you go. <laughs> Good this guess, is why Debbie. I always tell people, don't overthink your answer. I yeah. know. I'm overthinking everything. It was the first thing that came to my mind. Okay. So, All right. So that's another $20 added to the pot. If you get this question right, it's another $30. You know, understanding that you're married and you would never do this. Right. Yeah. But who is someone you'd sleep with, but only if he paid you? <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson. Ooh, Liam Good Neeson. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, good guess. She guessed George Clooney. Ah! Similar but different. Second. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be he would have been two. number two. He would have been number two. You, you number would charge two. George Clooney more than you would Liam Neeson? Yes. Yeah. 
Well, you guys are doing okay. You got 30 bucks so far. We're at the fifth and final question. If you get this right, you can double your money with an additional 30. Okay. Would your husband most want you to bring toys, food items, or another woman into the bedroom? Be honest. Food items. (laughs) (laughs) That was the last one I would have picked. That's a man after my own heart. Oh. I said... Another woman. Yes, another woman. <laughs> but that's all right. You still got 30 bucks, guys. Oh, well, 30 bucks. <laughs> we can go, we can go to lunch on that. That's a couple drinks. <laughs> Deb, Debbie, you truly are best friends. Thanks for coming on the best friend game. This was so fun. Mm, thank, thank you guys you. so much. All right. Cincinnati's Q102. It's Jeff and Jen. And uh, we got a. We got a dense fog advisory in effect until 10 o'clock this morning for all of greater Cincinnati. And uh, that's evidently led to some uh, hazardous driving conditions, as Tori was saying just a few moments ago. Low visibility. And uh, I guess this patchy, dense fog is so bad. I mean, you can't see, you know, quarter mile in front of you. That's how bad it is. So they're advising motorists to exercise extra caution. Uh, there are some schools that are under a delay due to the fog. Bracken County Schools, East Clinton, Madison Local Schools, Trouble Shawnee, and then uh, after the fog lifts, I guess showers are going to move in sometime this afternoon with a high near 60. Right now it's 34 at Cincinnati's Q102. Now that you're... Uh, Clued in on the big story. How about some of the news that didn't make the news this morning? Like the red flags, your spouse is about to divorce you. Mm -hmm. And a new line of ice cream is coming from the Cheesecake Factory. It is Wednesday, the 15th of January of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, if your boss hears this, and I'm, I'm messing up your plans, I apologize, but according to a new study, next Monday, this Monday is one of the top days of the year to take a fake sick day. <laughs> it's Martin Luther King Day, though, right? Is that it is. part of the reason why people are thinking, you know, government offices and banks will be closed anyway? So. We're closed. Yeah, we well, have Monday off. So we have a legit holiday. We don't have we don't have to fake sick. So we'll be faking sick on Tuesday. The job website zipia.com found the number one way we pretend to be we pretended to be sick last year was the day after Christmas, but the top 10 is totally dominated by Mondays. Hmm. December 26th, the Monday after Easter, uh the Monday right after New Year's, the Monday right after Mother's Day. <laughs> What sucks is if you really are sick, no one believes you. Right. But that's true, I think, with any Monday. Any Friday or Monday that you call in sick. Yeah. At least that's been my experience. Every time I have legitimately been sick, and I am always, when I call in sick, it's legitimate. Mm-hmm. Every time that that has happened on a Friday or a Monday, I have received grief for it. And quite frankly, I don't think that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, 
It just seems weird that the only time you ever get sick is on a Monday or a Friday. And that is not true either. The last <laughs> time I was sick, I believe it was a Tuesday, Wednesday. No. <laughs> I don't, you know, I feel I don't feel like I get sick a lot. Do you guys feel like you get sick a lot? No. Uh I think in the last four years, I've got like really serious, like I got the chills and I'm in bed and I got a fever and I'm sweating like maybe once or twice. And the other times that I had a sick day, I was just not feeling up to your usual self. Yeah. You know, a cold or like just under the weather or a stomach bug where where you're like, you know, you throw up and you're like, oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. What's going on? And then the next day you're back to normal. I think it's hard to with our schedules, uh, getting up as early as we do. It's like if we were working a nine to five and we rolled out of bed at six thirty or seven and took our time getting ready for work. If we're sick, like we could, we've got some time to figure out whether we're si- so sick we can't work. Work worthy. Whereas with us, I mean, for me, I wake up every morning, at, you know, for something feeling sick. And so, <laughs> so, so true. Uh, it is it because it's just, it goes against. So, every morning, it's like I do a full body check from the top of my head to my tip of my toes. I'm like, is there anything here that's not functioning to the point where I can work? That's funny. I mean, it's not funny, but <laughs> just, we, I mean, you just we sound like my mom. Just we now. have to make that choice quickly, though, mm-hmm. in the, whether or not how mm-hmm. just how sick we are. Because I don't want to come in here and give you guys anything if I've got something. And we really appreciate yes, that. Thank you I know. I mean, that is, I, I don't want to pass it along. No. I mean, especially now that you know, Fritch has got a kid at home. Right. And I'll tell you what, that. there were days she was coming in last week or the week before when she had that massive upper respiratory that yeah. I was like, Ew, why are you here? Stay home. You sound yeah. gross. <laughs> did you tell her that? I did. And, and she did, did she take say? some time. Well, she thought she was getting a bit. She said, I know I sound really bad, but I actually feel better. And I know mm-hmm. I get that. You do that because that's mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But, um, you know, and that's, but yeah, when it's breaking up and it's clearing up, it, it sounds horrible, yeah, but you gross. do physically feel better. But for me... When I'm getting any kind of a cold or an upper respiratory, it's usually those first few days when you start getting the tickle and you can mm-hmm. start to feel it happening that I feel the worst. I sound mm. okay, but i that's when I want to curl up. Yeah. But Martin Luther King Day, which is this coming Monday, just missed the top 10 at number 11. Wow, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? As the most pretended, pretended <laughs> sick day pretended of the year. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, if you're wondering where all of your money is going in 2020, a lot of it is being washed away in a sea of French fries mm. and sweet and sour pork. Mm. Did you know the average person now spends $281 every month going out to eat? We're dining out more than ever. Well, that's like 70 bucks a, a week, $10 a day approximately. Adds up to $3,372 every year. And during your adult life, that's more than $200,000 you will spend going out to restaurants. Now, we're basing this on the average adult life expectancy, which in the U.S. is just under 79 years old. So we base that number on ages 18 to 79. Okay. Uh, We also discovered that 83% of people had eaten at a fast food restaurant in the past month. I'm trying to think the last time I had fast food. And you know what? I don't think I have. 
I don't think I don't. I've kind of I've I driven had... by a Popeyes and been tempted, and I'm like, I'll oh, save it for when you really need it. I got an iced mm-hmm. tea, a dollar iced tea at McDonald's. Does that count? No, I didn't get food though. I may have had Chipotle. Is that considered fast food? If Depends it on how have, long that line is. Exactly. If it doesn't have a drive-thru, I would argue the whole fast food thing. Yeah. I mean, there should be like a medium food. There should be like a sit-down restaurant and then some, that, that something in between sit-down and drive-thru. So let's deconstruct the perfect Chipotle bowl for you, Jen. <laughs> let's talk about something really interesting. I want to hear about your bowl. You want to hear about my bowl? Yeah. Let's build a perfect bowl. Build a perfect, perfect bowl. Perfect Jen Jordan bowl uh, at Chipotle. Brown rice, black beans, chicken, sour, cr- lots of the sour cream, mm. corn salsa. Mild. Yes. And um, lettuce. I think that's it. You do lettuce. I'd, yeah. Doesn't absolutely. get wilty for you? I have had, my experience is always that it's pretty crunchy and fresh. Yeah. Not a huge fan of the. I mean, I like lettuce. I just don't know what that do I like it. What do you do with your bowl? Uh, so I find that if I split like half brown rice and half white rice, I get more rice. Oh my god! Of course, he's got some sort of and then I get concoction chicken on that. Yeah. Um, I'll get uh, the corn salsa. Mm-hmm. I'll get the the mild salsa. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else? Sour cream. Oh, no, not sour cream. I switched that out with, uh, uh, what do you call it, guacamole. Really? Yeah. How is that to let go of sour cream? Because I'm not sure that's a move I can make. Uh, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah, I like the sour cream, but I love guacamole, so it's okay. And uh, I gave up the cheese. So. Like, oh, I forgot cheese. Oh, yeah, cheese. Duh. Trying to make it a little healthier. On mine. Although now I'm probably just going to do strictly brown rice because, you know, if I'm going to do carbs, I want to make them healthier. I mean, it's the sour cream and the cheese that I crave the most on, on yeah. the bowl. Do you do bowls on a regular basis? Uh, once in a while. Do you have there. a regular? I do the Sofritas, which okay. is the fake meat stuff. Um, I do brown rice, pinto beans, guac, pico, sour cream, and the hot sauce with mm. lettuce. Wow. Lettuce people. Oh, it's more stuff to put in my mouth, Jeff. Right. I understand. <laughs> it's filler. I got you. It's green, Jeff. We're trying to get greens in our diet. I know. I could probably use it because I'm not having beans. I just cannot seem to get into beans. Really? Yeah, but hummus, love hummus. Different story. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like me with ketchup. I love ketchup, but I won't eat tomatoes. Yeah, I get that, Does that make any sense? It does to me. (laughs) And by the way, speaking of food, we're only a few weeks away from the Super Bowl, which is peak chicken wing season. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's like... Billions of chicken wings, aren't there, that are sold during the Super Bowl weekend? So, here are some new stats from a survey on our country's obsession with wings to get you prepared. Americans now eat twice as many chicken wings, guys, as we did only two years ago. Chicken wing consumption has Has shot through the roof. In that short of amount of time? It has. What is going on? Finally, Why? Maybe you found a good place for wings. I know I'm not a big chicken wing guy, but we found this place near my house. It's got really good ones, and I'll only get them from there now. Don't you kind of feel like more and more restaurants are adding those to to their menus? They yeah. seem to be popping up everywhere. Well, and I know, like just around you, see, there's more wing places that have popped up. I love Wingstop, and there's one in Oakley, I think, too, that's got this really great, like, sort of dry rub chicken parmesan wings that are good. And 
Uh, if I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, I'll get the dry rub lemon pepper. That's my favorite. I like them nice and crispy. Mm-hmm. During the Super Bowl, people who eat wings are going to put down an average of nine, which is pretty close because I personally prefer 10. <laughs> 53% of people think boneless wings count as wings. I like the bone, baby. I don't like the bone. The bone freaks me out. I will not bite meat off of a bone. I've gone to Buffalo Wild Wings with you before, and I've noticed You've that. You've witnessed that. I will not put a bone in my mouth. I'm that's not going to do it. That's, that's the word. Only 36% of people like wings as spicy as possible. And our favorite sides with wings are salad, chips and salsa, mozzarella sticks, mm. carrot Those sticks. Those I'll put in my mouth all day. What all kind day. of bowl is this thing? A side of, I'll have a side of fried cheese with my fried chicken. Now that's a bowl. That's a bowl. And finally, one in four people think for some reason soup is a good side dish with wings. I don't know. What's wrong with these people? I don't either. Probably the same people that like pineapple on pizza. That's gotten a lot of attention over the past few years. I've always been okay with the Hawaiian pizza. Fun Robbie introduced me to that. It brings back fond memories. Is that the best you've taken from your relationship with that Fun Robbie? Is, yes. That's what you got out of it? That he was, got all, everything in your he got, he got the yeah. PlayStation. Yep. I got the pineapple on pizza. But... Here's the latest. A picture is going viral from a pizzeria in Denmark that puts kiwi on its pizza. And the kiwi slices are circular, so they almost look like green pepperoni. Almost. But not really. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. You know, the the only goal in this era is getting attention. Really, any kind of attention, which just means more weird fruits on pizzas are coming. And that is the latest example. Well, everybody's just trying to get noticed. You know, everybody's trying to be different, right. stand out, yes. be seen. Yes. It's major competition out there. And that competition in the ice cream field is heating up. The Cheesecake Factory just announced that it's releasing a new line of cheesecake-flavored ice cream. Oh, my God. This is going to be horrible. All right, let's see if any of these appeal to you. <laughs> be, yes, they do. <laughs> yes. If it's coming from the Cheesecake Factory, you don't it even need to hear that. Okay, the, it appeals. The flavors are birthday cake. Oh my god! Eh. Chocolate. Sure, sure. Of course. Cookies and cream. Oh please. Yep. Key lime. Yep. Probably. I love key lime pie. Original. Just waiting for that one. Yeah. Salted caramel. Of course. Oh my god. And strawberry. I'm sure it's a really strong strawberry. Pints of all the flavors will hit grocery stores in March. There's no word on whether they might also serve the ice cream at the restaurants, but so is the ice cream itself like cheesecake flavored? So it's, it's cheesecakey. Okay, so it's yeah. going to taste like the cheese, the the key lime cheesecake would taste. I believe so. I would think in so. In a frozen form. That that would be the expectation. Well, I'm just thinking like strawberry. I mean, is it just a straight strawberry ice cream or does it taste like cheesecake with the strawberry drizzled over it? what I wanted it to be when you said it. My guess would be it would be like the Cheesecake Factory strawberry cheesecake with the drizzle. Because otherwise, what's the point? Right, exactly. Anybody can do strawberry ice cream. Right. Okay. Well, you just let us know when that's in stores. Not like Grater's does strawberry ice cream. I prefer Grater's strawberry. It's hard to be graders. 
Well, it's a national household name. Of course. Now it is. You Thanks know, to Oprah. We have people in upstate New York, you know, family members who are from here that love graders. Mm-hmm. And honest to God, Kristen's sister Katie was driving. I forget where she was. She's probably coming home from work in Geneseo, New York, and saw a Grater's ice cream truck and about drove uh-huh. off the road. Oh, wow. And once she gathered herself, she followed this truck <laughs> to Where's their local grocery this store. Where it was going. And she pulled up behind the guy and blocked him in and said, Where, where are you going? Why what are, are you, you here? And he said, uh, Yeah, we're delivering to Wegmans, which is their big local grocery store chain up there. And wow. So now. Which is kind of a bummer because I used to send them, you know, pints of ice cream, and now oh God, I got to come up with something else. Yeah, but she's really big in the La Rosa, so I go oh, to Cincy Favorites go. and I order. Nice. Yeah.